Welcome to the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Post-Purchase Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Hart. My partner in crime, Seth, is on a family trip, so he's kind of hit or miss today. But I have a guest that, you know, I kind of like when this happens. This was a last-minute fill-in guest. Uh, Tommy was supposed to be here, and now we have this gentleman by the name of Aunt William Willis. And, you know, usually when this happens, it turns into a more dynamic conversation anyway. So I love it. You know, I love, I thrive on being uncomfortable. Most of you know that. I'm comfortable with being uncomfortable. So we're going to jump into to a, an episode of the Post-Purchase Podcast today. I want to bring, may I go ahead and bring Aunt, Aunt Willis in, is the head of growth at Global E-Commerce Experts. And now, Aunt, I know that Seth and I, and, and through Post-Purchase Pro, we've been engaged with uh, e-com experts through our hacks webinars. And I know you guys on your team have submitted some pretty extraordinary Amazon seller hacks. So it's going to be a lot of fun interviewing you today. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, really pleased to be here. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here. And like I said, I'm, I'm comfortable with being uncomfortable. And the fact that you are the stand-in guest is going to make this more of a dynamic interview. So if you would, I know global e-com experts, you guys are all over the place. I know you're sponsoring a lot of events, both live and virtual. And like I said, you submitted some pretty extraordinary hacks for our Amazon sellers and that audience. So it's going to be fun talking to you today. Before we jump in, though, I want you to go back. Tell me, who are you? Why do you do what you do? And why did you start your company? Sure, yeah. So, um, yeah, Global E-Commerce Experts, we've been around now for about five to six years. Um, Started very small. And we started out as a uh, company. that's very kind of dynamic person um, and uh, wants to kind of service um, the, the the demand in the in the industry and over the years uh, you know it, it kind of started with VAT and then his VAT clients were asking hey do you know anyone that can do logistics and get a 3PL so he went and got himself a, a warehouse to do 3PL on logistics and then that kind of translated into do you know anybody that can do account management and product compliance and over the years uh We've um, we we've kind of added these services on until um, you know t- t- until today where we're sitting in a seventy five thousand square foot warehouse. We've got a duplicate in a in a in a in, a, in, a, in the Netherlands as well, um, and now we offer a full service solution that um, you know kind of one stop shop that that can service any um, any client, uh, any seller outside of the UK and Europe that wants to sell inside of the UK and Europe. Okay, fair enough. So let's let's unpack that a little bit. Um, our audience is primarily ninety percent Amazon private label owners. You know, yep. brand owners who are selling on the Amazon platform, leveraging some of the other platforms uh, as well. You know, Walmart and things like that, but mostly Amazon. And the thing that I think irritates me a lot when it comes to our industry, Ant, is that a lot of sellers, if they're ultra, if they're ultra successful on Amazon.com they kind of don't want to rock the boat and expand to other platforms. You know, there's a lot of red tape. You have a lot of certifications and and uh, tax reporting. Like you mentioned, VAT, 
there's a logistics problem, there's a language barrier or translations. How does your company, Global Ecom Experts, how do you lower that hurdle and make it easy for me as a seller to expand into other marketplaces around the world? Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, you know, eventually as we started adding these services on, we realized that the main barrier for region. So that's why we, you know, we created what we created and what and the, the whole service now is purely geared around making everything as straightforward as possible. So normal practice would be that you would have to, if you were a US-based Amazon seller that wanted to sell in the UK, for example, you would probably have to liaise with five or six different agencies um, to enable you to kind of make that happen. Now, those conversations can be tricky and lengthy. Um, and, you know, sometimes you're relying on one service to start the next service, if that makes sense. Um, so it is, you know, it is um, highly complex scenario and, and, and it is difficult to execute, uh, which is why the company was born, really, because we offer all of those different services in-house. Um, so there's one point of contact. That one point of contact liaises internally with all of the rest of the services to make sure that the that the um, that the process is as, is as smooth as possible. It is as simple as kind of going through the process with the sales department. They then take you through an onboarding process where we collate all of the relevant information that we need, um, and then we kind of go away and do the rest, and um, you know just help you on that kind of journey to uh, success in the UK and Europe. Okay. All right. So the UK and Europe, that's your primary focus. That makes a lot of sense. So are there some tricks to the trade? Because, you know, at the end of the day, there are a lot of do-it-yourselfers out there. You know, we, we provide services as an agency for Amazon sellers as well, as well. But we also like to provide some good instruction, you know, how to avoid certain um, pitfalls, how to take advantage of certain loopholes in case there's someone out there who wants to try to expand on their own. What's the biggest mistake that you're seeing sellers make when they decide to do this on their own and try to navigate expansion without engaging the company like yours? Sorry, we cut out a little bit there. Okay. So what, what are sellers getting wrong when they try to do this on their own? Uh, Again, I think it is just the um, you know the kind of collation of the different services that need that, that need to happen. Um, they need to be done in a certain in a certain order. You know, product compliance is is mega important. You know, we need to get that piece right. It's sometimes overlooked by sellers because you know you can um, you know list a product that's not necessarily compliant. It 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 come usually comes ahead once you start selling a lot of that product uh, and it can, you know, it can really upset your kind of expansion journey. Okay. Um, I think the other thing that, that is, is, is overlooked specific, specifically between the U S and the UK is the language barrier. Um, and although we speak the same language, things are described and searched for in completely different ways. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's really key. You know, we do a lot of kind of cross border keyword research where we monitor what the you know what is working for the the brand in the US versus what's working for it in the UK and it's there's very rarely 
complete synergy and what people and how people are, are searching for our products. Okay. So, so Ant, have you also been a seller yourself? Have you been a brand owner and tried to uh, sell products on different platforms? Absolutely, yeah. So, um, my, my career started um, as a um, as a as a brand seller um, in in the consumer electronics world. So, um, yeah, my, my, my first ever assignment was to, um, it was actually on, on Vendor Central. So we had a vendor account to okay. begin with. We then introduced Seller Central afterwards because vendor became a little bit tricky and the orders weren't flowing through. <laughs> so, so uh, Ant, um, if, you, if you will, as a seller, when you were, when you were growing not- your brand, what what's one thing that you wish you would have known as a seller before you tried to start expanding into these other countries, these other platforms? I think the importance of the kind of feet on the ground in the region. I okay. think that again, that's really underest- underestimated. The importance of being able to gauge the market, being able to um, you know look at different trends and, and working out how what what you know what things are selling what's hot what's not because again even in you know even in europe in countries as close as the uk and france trends can vary um you know hugely between okay. between different product categories so so you feel like having that local knowledge is a game changer when it comes to expansion i i i would definitely say so yes all right. So so answer me this then. So the majority of our sellers are Amazon sellers selling in, in the U.S., Amazon.com. With that being understood, we do some of our uh, audience are retail arbitrage. Some are private labels. Some are a little bit of both. Some are just getting started. Some are very seasoned sellers. For you and e-com, uh, global e-com experts, who would be the perfect client to engage with your company? I mean that's a that's a great question, and to be perfectly honest, there's not really a correct answer to it. What the, I mean, the the perfect company that would come to us and uh, that would want to work with us is a company that is is fully committed to um, a UK and Europe launch, and and would would work with us to help grow that across the, you know, across the, across all of the different marketplaces that we can offer in the UK and Europe. Um, I think sometimes we can do what we send. UK sometimes quite dangerous because, you know, you, as, as with, you know, as with Amazon, if you're looking, you know, if you think of it as an advertising campaign, if you went in with, you know, a $50, budget for a month just to see if it worked or not the chances are it's probably not going to work so in, in answer to your question the ideal client for us is 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 a brand that is fully committed um, to making it work in the uk and europe okay fair enough so i understand that you put together a special offer like a golden ticket or something for the watchers of this uh, live stream as well as the listeners on our podcast so we're streaming this live on facebook youtube twitter and linkedin um, but then in the future, this will actually go live across all podcast platforms. So let's talk about that special offer and then spell out in details for those only listening who can't see the visuals. What did you have in mind for us? What is the golden ticket? Sure. So the golden ticket is an initiative that we came up with that essentially gives one price um, for your UK and EU expansion. So essentially, um, the way that it's kind of set out is that 
there are a selection of different services that you would essentially go through and you kind of there are some optional some kind of non-optional and once you kind of select the services that you offer we will then apply discount to the to the total amount of services um, and that will be your kind of golden ticket to uk and europe expansion I love it. So it's like the, it's the easy button. If you're a seller looking to expand in the UK and the EU countries, the golden ticket, uh, for those of you watching the URLs on the screen, I think it's going to be very difficult to, uh, to type that out, but mm-hmm. let's go ahead and we'll have the uh, post-production. We'll add this URL to the show notes so uh, folks can easily click on that. So if you're listening to this on a podcast uh, platform, just check out the show notes and that URL will be in there. Um, besides that amazing offer, Ant, can you uh, tell folks where to find more about you? I think this is your website on the screen. You yep. want to read that off? Yep, that's um, globalecommerceexperts.com. And then there's a hyphen between the E and the C. So so it's globalecommerceexperts.com. And then uh, if you want to reach out to Ant, find out more about what he's doing because he's the uh, uh, head of growth over there. It's ant.willis at globalecomexperts.com. And is this, is this URL, this, is this supposed to have a hyphen in it? Ant? No, that's, um, that's okay. correct. It is that. Okay, perfect. So any uh, final words of advice or some neat little trick or your best kept secret for Amazon sellers that you want to share before we let you go? Yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, you know, as head of growth uh, for global e-commerce experts, it's my job, my team's job to make sure that the expansion journey is a successful one. So once you go through the kind of sales process and you get all the things that you really need to get up and running on Amazon, it's then my team's job to take, you know, to almost kind of take your hand, if you like, and and kind of walk you through the rest of the, um, you know, the expansion journey. Now, that means, you know, more SKUs. We can do feasibility studies to see, you know, how certain products might sell in certain certain markets again really important um a really important piece of work to do um just to make sure that the you know the product is going to be it's one it's one that's got a lot of um traction in in the region so you'll check you'll bet the product for viability um if we want you to do that and make sure that the market exists using local knowledge right absolutely Okay, good. So if I'm a seller and I want to expand and I want to engage with the global e-com experts, your company, and what should my revenue, is there like a minimum revenue that I should be uh, looking at so that I could justify the expense of having you do this for me? What's the minimum? And it, it appears that uh, Ant's... Uh, the um, initial expansion, the initial outlay, if you like. Okay. Did that come through? Sorry, um, uh, yeah. sort of. So, what's my what should be my minimum revenue as a seller before I go try to engage you to help me expand? I think you know. I think we we be again. It's it's completely down to the brands. You know, the outlay the outlay for the original kind of expansion is the is the is the bit that's going to cost the money up front. The ongoing costs are generally minimal and and not not a lot different to what they would be in the US with okay. regards to kind of logistical costs. Uh, and things like that. Um, and again, you know, we can we can shape this. We work with brands of all all kinds. You know, we work with multi million pound brands, down to you know part time people that are working part time and just want to kind of 
you know get a bit more traction across Europe. Okay. Um, so we're we're completely flexible in that approach, and we can you know make you know we can make it work for most for most kind of levels of brand, if you like. Perfect. So there's really no harm in reaching out and finding out if Ant and his company can help you. I'm sure that if, if they find that maybe you are not a perfect fit for what they do, then he'll point you in the right direction and maybe give folks a little bit of insight as to what to avoid and some of the pitfalls that are out there. And I really appreciate you hanging out with us today on this episode of the Post-Purchase Podcast. You're my final interview for the day, so I'm getting a little uh, hoarse, a little scratchy in the throat yeah. there. But I just want to say thanks a lot. Um, reach out. And uh, just once again, this is Ant Willis. He is head of growth at Global Ecom Experts. And you heard it here on the Post-Purchase Podcast. Thank you so much, Ant. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Sean. It's been a pleasure. And you. All right. Take care. Cheers.